0: It's Jamie Sumner, left guard from 1994-95, and this is the Bunch of Nuts podcast with my boys, Dan and Cass. Go Bucks!
1: Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Bunch of Nuts podcast. This is Dan here at Big Cass. Big Cass, man. It has been a week. Uh, I know you a week for you, my guy, a week for me, um, but... We have football Saturday, and I don't know if I want to be this guy just yet. But I do want to point out after Saturday, there's only three more home games for the year in the shoe, and I, that's a terrible way to start the show. But I just want to start with that thought. Um, this game is obviously there's four. A, uh, no, we have six this year total. Yeah,
0: all. there'll be four more.
1: No, uh, oh shoot, you're right. Bad math. Bad math, Dan. Never well, well, okay. There's four. <laughs> oh God. What a great start to the show. Um, so there's four home games though. Uh still. It's crazy how fast the season's going, my point is.
0: Yeah, I it's crazy. Um, but it also sucks though, because um last year we had eight home games. This year we only have six, so and we don't even know how many's going to be next year cuz the schedule's not done. <laughs> yeah. So and the games at the shoe outside of Penn State pretty garbage. <laughs> so like last week there was no energy in the stadium because I think everybody knew who we were playing and that that's typically the point, you know, I hope this week is a little bit more electric, but I doubt it. I mean, we don't know. We've never played Western Kentucky, so we just know that big blob of big red is going be to there, be there as the uh, mascot and be interesting to see Western Kentucky.
1: I love their mascot. Him and Brutus, like, they, 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 they should be on, like, a team together. If there's ever, like, a mascot competition or, like, a war, like, they're still, like, both red, like – Crazy little mascot. I like him. It's he's such a unique little blob. Um, Castle, so we got Kentucky to preview and uh just a little bit of background on this Kentucky team Cass. Uh they are two and zero on the season, not that bad. Uh they are averaging a good amount of points a game. I think it's like around 40 something points a game the past two games. Not I mean, it's not a ton. Yeah, 46.5 points a game. Uh that is a ton quarterback Austin Reed is leading them six touchdowns, no interceptions. He is dynamic. Uh he, he like cash you you basically said that clip earlier. He won like player of the game week one against USF. Um and then obviously the Ohio former Ohio State player Blue Smith, wide receiver, he caught a touchdown uh for them I believe last week. So yeah. and Malak- they have they have a ton of different receivers with multiple touchdown, like with touchdown receptions. Like I think they have like six guys with a touchdown reception. So they spread the ball around.
0: Yeah Malachi Crowley is gonna be the guy that's gonna be in the slot that they like to that Austin leads. That's like his number one target. Um I, <laughs> this is the second week in a row where we see a former Buckeye on this team. Blue Smith this time he was a former Bearcat too. So this is his third team um, but yeah, this team's going to throw the ball 50, 60 times, but they're also going to give up a lot of points. Um, so it's definitely a big test for our, our defense. We get, do we, we do get Josh Brocker back this week. So it's going to be interesting to see how this defense lines up and what they're project projecting. Um, what I've been hearing from, you know, some of the podcasts that we listen around and some of the beat writers and some of the that Ohio State might come out as a more traditional nickel look where we have three corners and two safeties. Those two safeties being Sonny Styles, Latham Ransom, the corners are going to be obviously Denzel Berg, Davidson, Igmanosen, and Jordan Hancock. I suspect that will be eventually by by after the first series, that'll be your defensive backfield, I think. Um, I think those will be the guys – Lining up, obviously, I think Sonny and uh, Jihad Carter might be rotating in and out on certain situations, or Malik Hartford. Um, But but Josh Proctor
1: is returning too because he was hurt. He was digged up last week. That's a that's a big one.
0: Yeah, you could honestly.
1: You could honestly put Proctor at one of those high safeties and either drop maybe probably Ransom down in the slot. I would or I don't know if Sonny can cover out of the slot better than Ransom yet. Oh, if
0: if it is a nickel, if it is a nickel, you could also see, um, Sonny line up at linebacker too. Yeah, with cool. you know Tommy and Steel. Um, but I do think at the end of the by first couple series, I think you're going to see Sonny and Lathan with Proctor and Jihad Carter rotating in certain situations with the three corners that are mentioned. I think that the end, by the end of the game, those will be your, those that would be your defensive backfield.
1: You know who I think we're going to see flash a little bit this today. Uh, Well, this Saturday, Um, I think CJ Hicks is going to make a play somewhere uh, in this game. Yeah. I I think CJ Hicks
0: or I think CJ. Yeah. Rotating. Uh, I agree with you. And I think, Fine, I think finally, too, um, and I didn't know this until a lot of the guys, a lot of people were saying, oh, and I I want to apologize to the Ohio State defensive line, um, but, you know, going back, watching the uh, Youngstown State game and the Indiana game, when teams have pass- are passing the ball, they're getting the ball out really quick, and just even, like, even the experts are saying that, You know, yeah, we want to see the D line get home more. We create sacks and create opportunities, but teams are getting the ball out so quick of how talented these guys are. Um, I think this week will help out, out a lot because if the DBs are good, it's going to create more opportunities for sacks.
1: I mean, it, it depends on how they play. If Western Kentucky tries to go up-tempo short passes, I'm not so sure. But if they're trying to strike deep, which I know they, they've done a ton of times, I think we could limit the deep shots if our d line's able to get home. But the, it, what concerns me is sometimes when we've seen our big breakdowns in the secondary, it's been on the deep ball. It's just it, The deep ball, I feel like, has killed us the past couple seasons. Not so much the underneath stuff, but – Burke's been playing the deep ball incredible this year, I think. He's not let like, nothing really behind him, and if it, if it really has gotten close to behind him, he has pretty good catch-up speed right now.
0: Yeah, um, and, and Davidson and Benoson is also keeping everything in front of him, too. He's so.
1: he's not even... Yeah, and that's good about Davidson because he's not even messing up. He's keeping everything right in front of him. You know?
0: Yeah.
1: I'm drinking then, a beer.
0: It's been a long week. No, you're good, man. Um, I, I I just think... I think this offense that we're about to play is going to create more opportunities, but Austin Reed can also move out of the pocket. So that's where our linebackers have to be so athletic and, and stuff. But i also feel like I've watched some tape on it. You put pressure on this kid. He's just going to throw the ball up.
1: Yeah. It's this is a game, though, where if the Buckeyes win, like, 42-17, I'm ecstatic with. Like, this is a game where if we don't cover but our offense looks good and, you know, because I'm going to say it, like, this is not going to be a shutout. Western Kentucky's going to put up some points, I think. I I, I think they're going to get at least two on us because they, they run too many plays. They're averaging, like, almost in the 40s per points a game. Uh, I think they're due for at least two touchdowns, and that's that's not saying that like our defense is messing up. It's just going to be the, so, there's going to be so much attrition, so much plays run. And I think one or two will get through eventually, Um, and I, I'm okay with that. I want to I want to see Western Kentucky give this team fits before Notre Dame. I want to see that. Like I want to see a good competitive game for like the first half, but then the Buckeyes offense just pulls away because they're more dominant and they have more weapons. Um because Western Kentucky, their problem is too, I don't think they run the ball really well, from my understanding.
0: No, they don't and on defensively they're the 124th best defense in the country. Yeah. So I think if I think if Ohio State comes out and jumps jumps on them quick, like say if we get a quick touchdown and then we create a three and out and get another quick touchdown. You're not going to see Western Kentucky run the ball. They're going to see them throw the ball. Do you remember
1: in 2014 when uh, we played uh, Cincinnati with Gunnar Keel at quarterback? I feel like this is going to be kind of a similar game to that.
0: Wasn't that like – I'm going to look up that score.
1: I think 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 it it was like in the 50s to 17 or something like that. But like they scored a couple times and they made it interesting. Look that up. But, like, that's exactly the type of game I'm kind of thinking.
0: And the game's starting at the same time, too. Is it? And I think it's the third
1: week of the year, too. I think it's like that kickoff kickoff was
0: the fifth. It started at five o'clock. Okay. All right. It was 50 to
1: 28. 50 to 28. And now is what? September 4th game. It was the fourth game of the season. September 26th. Seventh. Seventh. Oh, it was my birthday. How to, so, uh, That's why I forgot.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was fifty to twenty four. I mean, fifty to twenty eight. I mean, it's a tw- it's a twenty nine point spread. I can almost om- I could see the Buckeyes covering and still give up.
1: That's what I'm saying. Like, I if I want, I like. I hope this is a game. This is going to be also I think a, a tr- unless Ryan Day ruins it and tries to like zig when they like when they're airing it out like if they're g- he's going to just run the ball down their down their throats and make this like not as fun as it should be. I want to see like a long 4-hour college game where we're both airing it out, the clock's not running cuz we're just either completing passes for touchdowns or it's incomplete.
0: Yeah. I want I mean, to shoot it's out. It's going to be a lot of fun. I I still don't think question cuz what if you if you make a team one dimensional it and they i know they're a passing team but i still think our dbs are strong enough i i only see a couple touchdowns and i see a maybe a field goal I, i've been saying they we, we we're giving up 17 points it's just a matter of how many points are we scoring that's that's where i'm 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 at with it
1: yeah no you're not wrong bro you're not wrong um I mean, offensively, offensively, do you do you see us having any issues with their defense? Uh,
0: No, I I think I think if I'm Ryan Day, we have an opportunity next week against Notre Dame to let our running backs, you know, in offensive line, get better in running and running the football. I think you just let you. I think you go run a game plan where it's pro Kyle McCord. Let him get comfortable. Let him get you know solid in the pocket, make some big time throws, let him, you know, let him do his thing. And obviously, yeah, you want to run the ball too as well, but let Kyle McCord cook. I think, I think it's, you know, it's his time. He, the monkey's off his shoulder. He doesn't have to look over his shoulder back at Devin Brown. Let him take the keys to the Ferrari and go. You know what I think we're
1: going to see this week? I think we're going to see some, ooh, Devonta Smith, what a catch. He's gone. Touchdown. Um, That looks familiar, unfortunately. Um, What I think we're going to see, Cass, is they are going to run a lot Ohio State, I think, is going to run some plays to um, set up some plays for a Notre Dame game. I think we're going to plant some plays out there. I wouldn't be surprised if we run a couple jet, sleep, jet sweep plays with, like, a buco or, like, a receiver. Because uh, we need to get some stuff out there to kind of break some tendencies with Notre Dame. And I feel like this might be a game where, like, we might give a look or two that makes no sense. But it will make sense in the long term.
0: It makes a little bit of sense, I I I I just it's gonna be. I definitely want to see what the game plan is. Like like you said, mm-hmm. I do think we get. I I do think we get, Emeka Abuka out in space, but I want to see who can emerge as that number three receiver. Mm-hmm. Um, because, uh, it, uh, who I just want to see it. I, I really do like who's gonna be that number three receiver.
1: I mean, it's. I think Fleming has been the most consistent for th- for the first two games, and he has the inside track. But Carnell Tate has also he's slowly developing. You can see he's made a couple catches the first couple games, um, and he's only going to keep getting better. So it might, it's it's going to be it's going to get to the point I think of how much better does Carnell Tate get the next couple weeks, and also if Fleming stays healthy, I think. It, it, it's, it's going to come down to one of those two on who, who wins, who wins the role. Yeah. And
0: I, you know, in Ohio state's offensive line too, is fifth in the country and pass bro, which is phenomenal. I think, mm-hmm. but I also want, I want to see this offensive line. If it gets third and short, please pick up the first down. I, got, I want to see Ohio state get better at third and short. Yeah. Um, and this is a game to get better. Also, I don't want to see many third downs as well either.
1: I don't want to see any penalties. I don't want to see penalty. I want to see clean football. I don't want to see bonehead penalties. I like, don't want
0: I holding. Don't want, I don't want three weeks in a row a a penalty where well, Ryan Day, the Big Ten, or whoever, um, says sorry. Sorry, we should have had a touchdown. Dude, it's a Tyreek.
1: It's a Tyreek Smith effect, like. It's this year, unfortunately. It's like it's Marvin Harrison. I feel like because they don't know how to call him because he's such a freak. Or like Caleb West when he played. Like if what I've noticed in college sports is if there's someone who's just clearly better than everyone else, like he will get fouled and stuff, and they just won't call it because like it's just it's the it's the curse that comes with being that good. Like you don't get like easy calls because you're that freaking good, and they got like they try to make it fair. It feels like.
0: Yeah, so. I'm ready for score prediction, key to victory. I think keys to victory for for me is you know play buckeye football. Let McCord cook. Like let McCord cook and defensively put some pressure on Reed and you know make him uncomfortable and you know just play Buckeye football.
1: My key to my key to victory is just high point the ball. So, both sides of the ball, uh receivers high point it, DBs high point it. And don't let anything behind you if you're the DBs. Keep everything in front of you. The only way we lose like lose this game is if obviously the offense doesn't come to play, but if the DBs, you know, give up these big chunk plays. If we just keep everything underneath us like Jim Knowles wants, we're going to have to force them to march down the field to score a couple times. I, my 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 prediction is 52-17 uh Ohio State Buckeyes.
0: Um UC game all over. Yeah, I'm. I'm close to that mark. I think I have. I think I had 51 or 40, 49 or 49, 17, something like that, right in that area. We cover. Be the first time we cover, and then finally we get some respect on our name before we head in the South Bend.
1: Mm-hmm. That's gonna be a big one. Uh, but Cass, we got. We got some more picks to make because it's it's Thursday. So, um, moving on to our favorite segment, the picks. Um, hmm. it's not a great. Eh, it's okay. It's not. Yeah. It's not the best because like last week's was so good, and then next week's the best. I think the best one of the year, week four. But
0: what's your uh, delusional pick of the week?
1: Delusional. I'm going to go with South Carolina to cover at Georgia, just to cover.
0: I have a lock of the week. I have, just because everything that's going down with Michigan State, I have Washington covering against Michigan State.
1: So actually, I disagree. I think that's a trap because it's the line's only 16. And that doesn't make much sense to me because I'm looking at that. I'm like, it's minus 16 Michigan state just lost their coach. Washington has a Heisman got like a Heisman candidate and it's, it's their top 10 team. Why is it only 16 points? (laughs) That's that's what I'm asking myself. So I'm, I'm taking, I'm taking Michigan state to cover. If you won't call that my delusional pick, I'll, I'll gladly I'll gladly allow that because I I get it if people are calling that delusional, but I think I'm gonna take that one.
0: <laughs> All right, let's 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 get into the picks. High noon at Illinois, Penn State, Illinois on Fox. Penn State's a 14 and a half point favorite. Something screams to me that Illinois covers. For some reason, I know Illinois hasn't looked great, but something's telling me that Illinois covers not by much. It's still gonna be a two score game, but like a ten point a 10 point win by Penn State. So I'm going Illinois covering the plus fourteen and
1: a half. I I'm taking Penn State on this, bro. I I, I get what you're saying. I get it's a big ten game. Um It's a new game on the road, but this Penn state team's really good. And I think 14 and a half is, you know, that's, that's nothing for them.
0: Yeah. I still think it's going to be a, uh, a good digit win. Yeah. Yeah. Double digit win. But for just something tells me something tells me,
1: let me tell you some, um, Let's take a look here. Schedule is so bad. Oh, 3.30. Um, Minnesota unranked at number 20, North Carolina.
0: What's the line?
1: It's North Carolina's favored, 7.5.
0: Give me North Carolina.
1: I'm going to take Minnesota. I'm going to take Minnesota. I think they're a hard-nosed football team. Taking the big ten this week. We have to do eight of these.
0: Did we do eight last the, week? Yeah.
1: So. Uh no, we did six. We have to do six. Shoot. Six. Uh, oh okay. This one this one's stomachable. Um <laughs> I'm like already at seven o'clock. Uh number eleven. Tennessee at Florida. Tennessee's a a six-and-a-half-point favorite.
0: I like Tennessee.
1: Same. I like them big. I like them. Yeah, I like Tennessee on that one. Oh, this is a great one. Kind of irrelevant, but, like, it's going to be a good game, and, like, they're going to fight hard. Pittsburgh at West Virginia, 730, ABC. ABC. That's gonna be a great one. Backyard I, like, brawl. Backyard brawl. Like I'm just well, that's honestly that's honestly game of the week I'm looking at probably because it's it has no impact on the college football playoff, but that's just gonna be a nasty fun fight. Um, this is a debatable one. It's a two it's West Virginia at home, two and a half points.
0: Oh, it's tough, man. Give me West Virginia at home. They played they played uh they favored by two and a half, you said. Yeah. They played Penn State for three quarters really tough.
1: Because they have the better offense. Pitt has the better defense. Pitt's more efficient, though, it looks like. Give me Pitt. I know it's a home game for West Virginia, but it's it's literally – there's gonna be so many pit fans there too. It's right, it's right down like the highway or back roads or whatever they do. Um hmm.
0: Colorado State, Colorado, 10 PM. Colorado's a 24 point favorite. Colorado State's court coach, mouth off about Coach Prime. I like Colorado to cover.
1: How did Colorado State... Yeah, how did Colorado State only play one game so far?
0: I don't know. Probably a bye week already.
1: Yeah, they had a bye week too. Um, Give me Colorado State fresh off the bye to cover. (laughs) I mean, they're going to be rested. <laughs> That's my logic. I'll take I'll take twenty four points and rest. Let's do it. <laughs> and they're chalking trash. Like I like it. Um. We're at four, I think, right?
0: No, we're at five. We need one more. These games suck. I'm they're like, so almost-
1: bad. It's fine. Like go back, like near the noon or whatever.
0: Kansas State, Missouri.
1: Hmm, that's actually a really good one. I, I can't believe we forgot that. Uh give me Missouri. That's at home, and they're always pesky.
0: Yeah, plus four.
1: Yeah, I like. For some reason, that's a game Missouri will win, and I feel like Kansas State. They're pretty good, but if they play an SEC team, they're they're not the same caliber.
0: I like Missouri as well.
1: Me too. So you're currently beating me by one on the year. It's a close, but we both um, I'm I think I'm in the sixties and you're in like the seventies. Like I'm in the high sixties, you're in the low seventies. So uh we're we're actually having really good picks this year. So we'll see what happens this weekend.
0: Yeah, yeah. I know that um, fanatics basically bought me a jersey because I co- got the coverage with Notre Dame.
1: It's big time. I I paid I paid fifty dollars for a Jackson Smith and Jigba Seahawks, but it looks fire. So I don't even care. What if I wear that to the game this weekend? What what what, what do you, what? Honestly, Cass, what would your thoughts be if I wore a like a blue and green Jackson Smith and Jigba jersey to the Ohio State game? But like, but it's a Jackson Smith and Jigba. So like, am I bad for wearing blue?
0: don't oh, no. I mean, I I don't know. That's a tough call.
1: Am I am I an asshole if I do that, or like, am I just just different, just spicing it up?
0: Just different. Right. I don't know if I would get caught dead wearing a blue jersey. You might get on TV. That's
1: what you know. I might.
0: Hmm.
1: Because it's like mm-hmm. I'm clearly I'm clearly a fan. Because I'm it's a Jackson Smith and Jigba. But it's
0: blue. That's tough, man. It is tough. That's tough. It what was... if I did
1: a what if I did a white Justin Fields?
0: That might be different.
1: That, that would be fair. I know. It's tough. It's like I really want to wear it to the stadium, but I don't know if I can. Um, I'm gonna debate it. Maybe I'll put maybe I'll put it up as a poll. Is it acceptable to wear a blue Seahawks, Jackson Smith, and Jigba jersey to the game? <laughs> Yay or nay. <laughs>
0: Yay or nay?
1: <laughs> oh man! Well, we, we got I mean we we got done pretty early. Cass, anything else you got? I know we got a little bit of time, but
0: I get to hang out with Brock Heward on Saturday. I love it. I love
1: it. No Gus and Joel. It's weird. It's like I had, I had to ask you to earlier in the show. I'm like, oh, who is it? I'm like, where's is it? Gus or Joel? I'm like, I don't think it is because it's Western Kentucky.
0: No, they're going to be in Champaign
1: For uh, Penn State? Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, they're in Champaign. in next week's Oregon and Colorado. And I don't think Fox will do that game. I think that's – I think game day will be out there. But, like, people are getting – I know a lot of people are getting tired of the uh, Colorado hype right now.
1: I mean I'm not tired of it. I just don't I don't think they're I just think they're going to be the September like Heisman or the September team. Like they're like Kansas was last year. That uh, like everyone loves them and it's great that they're doing having success, but when it come when push comes to shove and when they play a big 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 time program, it, they're going to get exposed, I think. Just up front. They have I to. hope
0: it's I hope it's Oregon.
1: Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting. They play USC, correct?
0: They play Oregon next week. Um They got Oregon next week and I know they play USC sometime cuz they're in the Pac-12 South, even though they they don't do divisions. So, definitely be interesting to see what they do.
1: Um, I, I I like Dion. I just don't like. I just don't like that. Like all these guys in Colorado are getting all this hype when there's there's players just as deserving out there. And I get it's really cool that they they came from you know basically a, a lower level and they built this and having this much success and like they deserve recognition. I just don't know how you can be like, oh well, they're you know. Travis Hunter's better than Marvin Harrison. Or, like, you know, some people are saying this stuff. Or, you know, Shador Sanders is, uh, you know, better than Joe Milton. Like, uh, I just – I can't believe that.
0: Yeah, I am i don't like the hype. And I don't – I'm not too big on the way Deion Sanders handles himself in, with the media. Like, I never – like, I liked him as a player. But, like, the way he handles media, he thinks – he really thinks his shit don't stink, if that makes sense.
1: I mean, that's that. He's a showman. It's fine. I got no problem with Dion. I, th- I like Dion. I got, I, he's cool. I got no problem. I just, I just don't like how, how quickly we're like putting this team in the stratosphere when, yeah, and how they, they, they
0: have to, keep jumping up in the polls.
1: They have to pay their dues. You know, there's just, there's a, a there's just as many good teams out there and like, it, I, I would only have them ranked like in the early 20s maybe late teens but there's a lot of good deserving teams like I, I think if they played Minnesota it would be a good game I think if they played North carolina it would be a close game like lsu's better than them but like there's teams I think just in the polls around there where it wouldn't be as close of a, like if they played Oklahoma Oklahoma would smoke them
0: I think there's a lot of teams in in the top 15. That would beat them
1: Uh, exactly. But it's like, I'm happy for the success they've had so far. Right. Could be both.
0: So I'm not, I'm not like too, like, I just want them to go back down to reality. You
1: know what I want? I want the Buckeyes to keep winning.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's all they need to do. Keep winning.
1: It, it, they do, and I, I know that, like with the like the AP poll and stuff, it's just ridiculous. I know, I knew it, it's just ridiculous that we're the only team in America that wins. Like we go to and only, we somehow drop how, two
0: spots. How does who is voting Michigan the number one team in the country? Like,
1: yeah, they it's, look
0: just as lethargic as Ohio State. It's just
1: bias, and it's just keep winning like it's fine the 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 national championship isn't won in september i'd rather just keep getting better and having them add fuel to their fire some bulletin board material but man it's 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 it is annoying watching a team drop two spots for just winning
0: exactly exactly next week they'll move back up because if they beat notre dame they're gonna move back up
1: absolutely if they make a statement notre dame they'll be a top probably two or three team.
0: But they if they beat Notre Dame by two or three touchdowns, yeah, they there's no way they're jumping ahead of everybody. Yeah. Maybe not Georgia, but
1: they'll jump I don't know the if they'll three. jump ahead of Florida State, but they'll jump jump ahead of Texas, I think. In U- and uh, USC. USC for sure and i i mean we went i don't know we would probably be four i don't think we jump ahead of michigan because they're still gonna be like oh well michigan won the game last year so we can't put you ahead of them but uh i i yeah it's it is what it is
0: yeah for sure
1: <laughs> you can hear my voice but cast that's all i got um that's but- all i got that's all I got. So, as always, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Bunch of Nuts podcast. And go Bucks!
0: Go Bucks.